Parashas Nach tells us the story of what happened to Nach after he left the Teva. And the Pasuk says, Vayachel Nach Isha Adama Vayitakerem. Nach literally began to reinvest in the world and he planted a vineyard. Chazal Darsh Nach Pasuk Vayachel that he was made himself Chuli. In some way he defiled himself by planting a vineyard. And we know that it led to Nach's embarrassment and that he drank and he got drunk. Now there's a fascinating Yalkut which is brought in the Shimoni in this Pasuk. And the Yalkut says that when Nach began to plant his vineyard, so it says the Satan came to him. The Satan who had been so successful in destroying the world from the time when he was Mashal Adam Arishan until he managed to bring about the complete destruction of the flood. The Satan comes to Nach. And the Satan says to Nach, I want to help you plant the vineyard. Nach accepts his help. So what does the Satan do? So says the Midrash. The Satan goes and brings a Rachel, a lamb. And he shechts the lamb over the seeds of the vineyard. And then after that he goes and he finds a lion. And he shechts a lion over the seeds of the vineyard. And lastly he finds a chazir. And he shechts the chazir also over the seeds of the vineyard. And that, in some way, was meant to be the Sultan's contribution to the vineyard. And it needs an explanation. Firstly, what was the point of shechting these animals over the vineyard? So the Yalkut itself says that when a person begins to drink wine, so at the beginning he acts like a Rachel, a timid sheep. He drinks more, he acts like an Arya. He's very proud of himself, of himself. He drinks more, and he gets drunk, and he lies in the gutter covered with filth, he's acting like the Chazim. Now if it's just meant to be an indication of what happens to a person who drinks, or drinks to excess. So then the question is, why did the Satan have to bring the sheep? That doesn't seem to be a bad thing. The sheep, we, if the middah were just meant to represent, like it says, is a person who is in honor of, a person who is humble, a person who is timid. So, what's the negative of that? It involves the Satan. Why is it an effect of wine? Also, the understanding of the Midrash isn't that the Nach that was being taught a lesson of what wine can do. If the Satan was a partner, then it seems like he was imbuing the grapevine with this capability to cause people to act like a sheep and a lion and a chazir. And therefore by shechting each of these animals with each with its distinctive nature over the grapevine, 
So, so to speak, the grapevine is now going to absorb some of these properties and have that effect on people. So that's the contribution of the satan, which is explanation. If we go back to the story in the Torah, so we see what was the continuation of what happened after Noach got drunk. So the story involves all three of Noach's sons. It says, there's one son, Cham, who saw what happened and used it as an opportunity to embarrass his father, to publicize, so to speak, his disgrace. Then it's the argument between the Mephoshim, if he was talking about Cham himself or maybe Cham's son, Kanan, who used the opportunity to do an Avera. And then there were the other two sons, Shem and Yefes. And the Apostle says, Shem and Yefes, they acted differently. Shem and Yefes, when they heard what had happened, so they came to clothe Nech. But the way the Apostle brings it is, it says that, Vayikach, Shem and Yefes is a similar, in the singular. Even though both of them were involved, Rashi brings that it says Vayikach because shame was Nisamet be Mitzvah Yitzah. He toiled more in doing the Mitzvah. And that's why he's credited as he was the one who took the, the garment. And we need to understand what that means. What was the element of shame's working harder? If you want to say it was his idea, he was the one who began, then I can understand that. But what's the idea that he was the one who worked harder in the Mitzvah? And it's interesting, the same Rashi tells us. It seems like he's quoting Chazal, but it's not. A, we don't find an exact, the same idea in Chazal. But Rashi says each one was paid back midah connected midah. And therefore, Cham, who embarrassed his father, so the Bnei Cham would also be treated in likewise fashion. Yefes, who honored his father by clothing him, so Yefes will be rewarded. How? Eventually, eventually, when there's going to be the war of Gog and Magog, Gog being a descendant of Yefes, as we know from the Pasuk, he's a, the Nasi, the leader of Meshach and Tuval, which are both sons of Yefes. We know Gog is Paras, and one of the sons of Yefes is called Tiras, who is also Paras. So eventually when Gog comes to fight the Jewish people, and Gog is going to be destroyed. So the Navi Cheskel tells us that the bodies of the army of Gog won't lie abandoned in the field. Rather, Hashem will make a place to bury all the soldiers of Gog. Etta in the Gog Shamakim Kever and that they'll have the dignity of being buried. That was Yefes's reward for covering Nach. And shame. Shame's reward was he was given the mitzvah of Tadashel Tzitzis. 
Shem was given the reward of the mitzvah of the clothing which recovers us, which is a mitzvah, which is a Titus. That seems to be unfair. Why was the Ephesus reward confined to being buried after he died? And Shem was given something even in his lifetime in a mitzvah of Titus? When we see that we're both doing the same thing. Canaan was cursed. He was going to be a slave to shame and to Yefes. What's the middle connected middle? So let's explain a concept and with that Bazas Hashem we can maybe understand the deeper interpretation in this entire episode in the term. And the concept is like this. There was an underlying difference between the perception of Naf's three sons, Shem, Chom, and Yafis. And if we're going to go with the opinion that Canaan was also an actor in the scene, it will add Canaan as well. first point of disagreement was the difference between Hacham and Hayefes view the human body, view a person. Ham, as we see, he embarrassed Nach. He doesn't, so the nature of Ham you see henceforth is also that his relationship so to speak with the body is one of embarrassment and therefore Hashem says about Ham that they too will be led into captivity naked without clothing without shoes that was so to speak the middle connected middle but it's always been like that the tribes of Africa who are the descendants of Ham were always content to wear minimal clothing. Not very different to things in the animal kingdom. The nature of Ham was to see the body as also a kind of an animal, if one can say it in those words. And then there's no, an animal doesn't have that natural covered, the animal doesn't have that natural dignity. And Ham didn't have it either. And that's why the, the fact of seeing Noach in his embarrassment didn't inspire Ham to do something about it. And likewise for themselves, the nature of Ham is not to be embarrassed, so to speak, not to give dignity to the body. Yefes is exactly the opposite. The nature of Yefes is to respect the body. The nature of Yefes is the dignity of a human being, physically. And therefore, we see two descendants of Yefes. 
There was a difference between them, but the underlying middle was the same. The one was the Parsi, the people of Paras. And the Gemara says in Psachim about the Parsi, the Amaraim said that they respected the Parsi because they would sleep in how they dressed. In other words, there's a certain dignity for the body of how they dressed. The other side of Yafis was Yavan, was Greece. And even though Greece was exactly the opposite, they weren't Snoob Malbusham, but it didn't come from a zilzul, it didn't come from seeing the body as a source of embarrassment. On the contrary, they glorified the human body. Both of them are children of Yephes. And the nature of Yephes <coughs> is to give respect to, to take pride in, to give dignity to the human body. That was Yephes' intention in coming to Klaus Nach. And then we come to Shem. Shem's incentive wasn't because of dignity of the human body, but rather, like Rashi says, because it was a mitzvah. And to the mitzvah of Kibodav, and that's why Shem's motivation in covering Nach was as a mitzvah. Yavis's motivation was because of a respect for the body, Ham. So he did what he did because it showed his lack of respect for the body. And then lastly, whether it was Ham or it was Knan, as opposed to shame, which used the opportunity to do mitzvahs, it was to use an opportunity to do an aver. That's the two, so to speak, each one with his counterpart. Respect versus disgrace, mitzvah against Aver. Now let's go back to the Chazal we began with. We saw that the Sultan was a partner in the grapevine. And we saw he used three animals, a lamb, a lion, and a dove, and a chazir. Which means that he invested the natures of these animals into wine. And if it's the work of the sultan, then it must be they're all bad. Why? What's wrong with the timidity, the humility of the sheep, of the lamb? And if we think about it, it's an unbelievable thing. We see a direct correlation between the three sons of Nach, their natures, and the negative effect that one can have. And that speaks differently to each one. Let's start from the bottom. 
the nature of Ham like we saw was to disregard the body to show it to be Mizalza. That's the nature of wine which causes a person to act in disgrace. It's the nature of the Khazir. Just like he lies in the filth in the mud, it's the same thing wine can cause a person to embarrass himself. That's the challenge of wine for a person who has the nature of Ham. The person who anyway doesn't have that respect for the dignity of a human. So then wine just gives an opportunity to debase themselves even more. The effect of the lion was wine causes the person to feel pride. The Gemara says in Yemen that the person who drinks, he thinks the whole world is his. He can do what he wants. He's unstoppable. Land causes that, that wine causes that pride in a person. And that's the challenge for Yefes. Yefes who do take pride in the human, they see it as something worthy of respect, of dignity. So that's in itself not a bad value. But if it's going to come to Gaiva and it's going to come to excessive pride, then it's something bad. And that's the nature of wine. The nature of wine is it's going to inflate that ego. It's going to exacerbate the person's sense of his own strength or his own ability. And that's a challenge for Yefes. They have the basic method of appreciating the COVID of rest. But there's a difference between COVID, the respect, the dignity of the human being, and the pride of a human being. And the Sultan put into the nature of wine that it has a way to arouse the negative aspect, the pride in a person. And lastly, we're going to explain what was the negative of the lamb? This is also a halacha in the Torah. And the halacha in the Torah tells us that a person who has drunk a reviews of wine is not allowed to do avoida, is not allowed to pass from halacha. Why not? And the answer is because the person who is doing avoida, like it says about the Quran, is Rizimheim. They meant to run. They meant to be quick. A person who's trying to think through a halakha has to be very sharp, very focused, very on top of what he's doing. A person who's doing a mitzvah has to be fully invested and fully concentrated on the mitzvah. And the nature of wine is that even a little bit of wine, a revise, has the ability, so to speak, to make a person more, more timid more of a lamb. And instead of being invested and working hard to do a mitzvah, so they're more laid back. They're more reactionary. Under the influence of alcohol, a person is more willing to 
not be as focused, not be as motivated, not be as quick. It dulls a person's senses, it slows them down, they're more likely to, okay, have a laser sphere attitude. And for a person who's doing a virus Hashem, for a person who wants to focus on fasting a halacha, that attitude is going to interfere with the mitzvah. For the shame. For the person who's focused on mitzvahs, so the negative of wine is it takes away that sense of importance, that sense of focus, that sense of drive. Like the Gemara says, or one of them right, is also Shaila after a Yantuf meal, and he says today, Samchuni Vashisha, so I have drunk wine and therefore I don't have the koyach, I don't have the energy to get involved in the sukkah. That's a negativity of wine for a shame. And now we see how that, that became the challenge for each of the sons. Cham, who anyway, had the nature of in the, in, in disgracing, debasing the human body, even without the wine to act, make him act like a chazir, but he sees that in Nach. When Nach's drunk, to the stage where he's embarrassing himself, Ham relates to that. That's what he goes to. That's what he goes to tell his brothers. Ham's punishment is that that's going to be a part of how Ham is always going to be. Yefes, on the other hand, who values the dignity of a person and is motivated to cover Nach. It shouldn't be in a state of embarrassment. Yavis deserves a reward. But, it's a question what the reward's going to be. Because, on the one hand, pride in the body is not a negative thing. On the other hand, if it's going to bring to Gaiva, it's going to make the person feel altogether more proud, more confident in their own ability, then it's not a good thing. And that's why, the reward for Yefes was the dignity of the Mithra, the dignity of the mess. Because that's the way where you can show pride to the human body without it causing him to become a Balgaida. And that's why the reward given to Yefes was he's going to get buried. Even a person who's died, but if they left to rot in the field, it's a lack of human dignity. And that's why the way and the place that Hashem found is correct to reward Yafas is that he'll be given the, the dignity of a burial. That way, he's rewarded for the good side of his midah and it's not going to have the negative side. It's not going to bring him to excessive pride. And shame. Now I understand how accurate the words of Rashi is. The challenge that shame had to overcome was... The, the factor which slows the person down from being focused on mitzvahs. Which, so to speak, some way dissipates that enthusiasm. And shame overcame that. He was nisamit the mitzvah. He put more effort into doing the mitzvah as quickly as possible. And shame's reward was the mitzvah of Tzadis. And there's something fascinating here. It's not just because Tzadis was clothing and shame used clothing to cover Nach. 
the other mitzvahs to go into. There's the big day corner, there's shatness. Just to name some examples. What was unique about the mitzvah of talis? It doesn't say the tzitzis, which is a string that was a talis of the begot. Why do we wear a talis? So the poets can say when they talk about the fact that a, a unmarried man, a bacha, doesn't cover his head with a talis. They say, interesting you said. And they say, covering one's love with a talis is a sign of an another. It's a sign of humility. That a person, so to speak, feels something on top of him. And that was the medical negative. Whereas the negative side of wine would be to be like the sheep, which induces passivity, timidity, which would prevent the person from doing a mitzvah. Shame overcame the challenge. He was nisamitz. He exerted himself to the mitzvah, and he was given the mitzvah which demonstrates the positive side. Of humility. The mitzvah of talis, which is a sign of anava, a sign of shiftless when a person covers himself with the talis. And on the, on the other side, whether it was Kham or Knan, ever used the opportunity to do an Avera. So the punishment for that was you're going to be a slave. Why? Because the challenge which everybody has, whether to do mitzvahs or averas, is their bechira, they can choose. Somebody who is so so much, so as we focus on doing avera, even in such a situation, so the punishment was that bechira will get taken away from you. And that's making someone a slave. A slave can't decide anything for themselves. A slave is dictated to, is ruled by his master. And therefore, Vilana, Nach sons, Nach tells shame. You utilized the opportunity to do a mitzvah. You overcame, so to speak, the, the, the any kind of uh, indifference or lethargy. You ran to do the mitzvah, you'll be given the mitzvah. A mitzvah which is the mitzvah of Talis. The Ephes. You acted to show dignity for the human body, you'll be given the same. And it's a reward, so it'll be in a way where it's not going to cause you, uh, so to speak, a negative gaiva. That's, going will be buried. Kham. You use the opportunity to look for ways to embarrass somebody, that will always be your fate. You'll always be embarrassed. And lastly, as a point of the Avera, whether it's Ham or Canaan, you look to offer opportunity to the Averas, that opportunity will be taken away from you. You don't deserve the, 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 the so to speak, the privilege of Bechira if you so misuse it. You'll be made a slave who doesn't have their own Bechira. There's one more point I want to finish with this. And that is, the reward for Yafas wasn't immediate. It was far, far, far in the future. The reward for shame was right away. Why was it that the efforts had to wait so long for them to get their reward? 
they have to wait until the battle of Gog and Magog. And only then, in the aftermath of the battle, will the the, the slain of Yephes be buried. That's thousands of years since the time of Nach. Why was it so far away? And the answer is, and it's the same point we said before, that as long as Yephes is in the world, so there's going to be a blurring of the boundaries between the pride of Yephes, which is healthy, which is good, which comes from a covered abrius, which is meant to be, or the pride of Yephes in their strength, in their religion, in their culture. And therefore at that stage, to reward Yephes is also to feed into a middle which has a negative side effect. And it's only after, in the aftermath of the war of Gog and Magog, when it will be clear that the worldview, that the religion, that the, the ideology of Yephes has been disproven, is not going to attract anyone. Now we can look for the good in Yephes. The underlying covered abrius, which was a positive thing, and reward that. Whereas shame, the fact that you use opportunity to do a mitzvah, that's already something we want to reward. We want to give importance to. And that's why the reward for shame, the mitzvah that he was given, was much more so. The final point, we see how the Satan's involvement in planting the vine, he planned the challenge for everybody. For the person whose basic nature, the boy Russia, boy Gambus, the person whose basic nature is disgrace, embarrassment, wine is going to make them embarrass themselves even more. A person whose basic nature is to look for pride, wine is going to push them to be more of a Balgaiva. They seem to be opposite attributes. Each one is challenged by one. And for the tzaddik who is meant to be focused and motivated on serving Hashem, wine is going to dull that motivation. Wine is going to slow them down. And that's why it became the way that the Satan found to present a challenge for everybody. For all the children, all the descendants of Noach, each one in their own way is going to be challenged by that new point where the Yetzirah can have an effect.